Hi, this is Guy Kawasaki. Hi, this is Gideon Shelwick here. My name is Farnoosh Brock. And you're listening to Learning with Leslie. Learning with Leslie. This is Learning with Leslie. 888-835-2414. This is Learning with Leslie. another episode of Learning with Leslie, the podcast where you learn, I learn, we all learn about how to build an online business with a blog. No, I'm not talking about one of those blogs that will fall by the wayside when Google has a mood swing. I'm talking about one that will thrive no matter what gets thrown at it. I'm your host, Leslie Sama from becomeablogger.com where we're changing the world one blog at a time and as usual, I have another exciting episode for you today. In today's episode, episode 191, I'm going to be talking about seven blogging mistakes to avoid in 2015. You know, as you build your blogging business, you're going to try a lot of things. And if you're doing things right, you're still going to make mistakes. In fact, the mistakes that I'm going to be talking about today are all mistakes that I've made in 2014. And as I prepare to go into the new year, I've been doing a whole lot of thinking and planning. As I take stock of what has happened, I felt like it would be good to share these things with you. Why? Because it's real life. It's real business. And I want you to hear it from me first. (laughs) So blogging mistakes, that's what we're going to be talking about today. So, you know, I I was actually just thinking about this. This whole, that's what we're going to be talking about today. (laughs) You know how that came across, uh, 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 how it came about? So, one episode, I remember I recorded an episode and... That's what I said in that episode. And when I said that in that episode, one of the members of the Become a Blogger community, Rochelle Hansen, I can remember it. She she commented on that episode and you could hear her laughter where she was saying, oh, I just love when you did that. That's what we're talking about today. And she she typed it. I don't know if you can do this, but she typed it in a mocking voice. <laughs> and when when I saw that, I thought to myself, hey, you know what? That's cool. That could be kind of like a, 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 a trademark. Now, not really trademark, but you get the point. So I decided to do it from then on. It's you know, it's just interesting to see how these things evolve that end up being a part of your brand. And there's so many of you that are listening to this right now that has played a huge part in everything that I am today, quite frankly. It the simple fact that I am sitting here recording this podcast episode and and you're listening to it. I guess when you're listening to it, I'm not recording it. But you get the point. I'm sitting here. Well, I'm not even sitting. I'm standing. But I'm here <laughs> recording this podcast episode and you listen to it. And so many of you have been giving me feedback. And that has really molded and shaped who I am today, what Become a Blogger is today, what Learning with Leslie is today. And I am just so grateful from the bottom of my heart for you. If all you do is listen to this podcast episode, I am grateful for that because you're taking time out of your day. And I know that time is such a valuable asset. Anyhow, I can go on for days and days about how awesome I think you are, but I'm not going to do that right now. I have been thinking about 2015, not just thinking. Quite frankly, I've been planning. I've been going through some in-depth planning and I am excited. I'm super excited because, you know, a lot has happened in 2014. It was an 
epic year for me. I mean, I left my job as a university professor to blog full-time, to do what I do, to, to do this thing that I do online that I love so much. I'm so passionate about it, and I try to get as many people to, to know about this stuff as possible because I believe it can help you in so many ways. Um, so I left my job, and now I'm doing this full-time. And I... <laughs> Next year, so this year was epic, but I believe that next year is going to be even more epic because I have the entire year of doing this full time. And not only that, I am in some serious planning right now. I'm doing some serious planning because I just want to I just want to do my part to make 2015 Awesome. And as I've been planning, as I've been thinking, as I've been looking back, you know, there were a few things that stood out to me as things that I did that um, that, that I, I would consider them mistakes. But the beauty about this is I don't believe that mistakes are a bad thing. I believe that mistakes are there so that we can learn from them. So I want to go through these seven mistakes. I want to share these mistakes with you. And and I believe that you can learn from it because I'm learning from it. All right. So I'm going to share those with you. And I hope you get a lot of value from it. So let's just do it. Let's do it. You ready to do it? Let's do it. Um, <laughs> I'm just really excited. I don't know why. Anyhow. So mistake number one, and I'll, I'll give you the backstory between, be, behind all these mistakes so that you can really understand the concept. Last night, I was on a U- university um, Q&A session from the Become a Blogger University, and um, one member asked a question, and that question led to something interesting. The, uh, what the question was, is, it's basically, why is it so complicated and I'm admitting this to you, why is it so complicated when I am trying to access one of the courses in the university? And when she said that, someone else was like, yeah. And then everybody else was kind of like, yeah. And the university has been going for months. So I, I, I inquired a bit more. And and she, she she told me that she was having problems, um, you know, because I have this system. And to explain the system, I installed a system to kind of make it like a university where you register for classes. And when you register for the classes, you get access to the course material. You get access to the videos. Um, and not just that. Once you've registered, you can then go and go to your courses and see everything that you're actively taking. You could take quizzes and test yourself and all these types of things that I thought would be awesome. But you know what? It just ended up confusing people. And when she said that, everyone resonated with it. We put it to a vote and and everyone decided, okay, we just want the, 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 the core. We just want the information. So mistake number one is I tried to make things too fancy. I tried to have all the bells and whistles that really didn't add to the, the, the experience of the university, that really didn't help the person learn it anymore. It just made it a little more complicated for them to figure out, do I click here? Do I click there? And so on. So what I decided to do is just post the content as regular posts inside the university so they can just go to it and they can watch the videos they can learn and when i said that everybody was like yeah that makes a lot of sense so mistake number one don't try to make things too fancy just do the things that you know work just stick with the basics and keep doing the basics and do them 
in a great way. <laughs> All right. You don't need the fancy bells and whistles. So as you think about what you're doing, you know, you see other people out there doing all these extravagant things. What what are the main things that you need to do in your business? How what's the easiest way to deliver them to, to deliver it? And then just do that and do it awesome. Do it awesome. Do it awesomely. I don't know how you say it, but anyhow, do it in an awesome way. Yeah, we're going to go with that. All right. So number one, don't try to make things too fancy. Number two, mistake number two. This mistake is just a byproduct of my personality. That's just a fact. I'm the kind of person, I share everything. I share a lot. You know, I probably share too much information. If something is going on with me, I just share it with people because, you know what, I think that, um, I think that we're too closed off as a society often. Um, we're often too closed off, and I don't really like that. I think if we were more open, if we were more accepting and just, you know, this this is who I am, these are the mistakes I've made, and, and it's okay to make these mistakes. And, and that's the kind of personality I have, right? But what comes along with that is that I make too much, um, too many declarations. Uh, so I remember earlier this year when I decided, you know what, I've been doing, become a blogger, um, primarily, and I have not been focusing on interactive biology, and it's growing over there. But and just in case this is the first time you're listening to me, I have two blogs. I have become a blogger, and I have interactive biology, which is my 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 larger blog. Quite frankly, I get significantly more traffic, and it helps people all over the world by making biology fun. All right, so I decided, you know what. I need I need to focus more on interactive biology and use that more as a case study for become a blogger. So I made this declaration that I am going to be spending a lot more time working on interactive biology. Now, here's the thing. Time is a limited resource. And what ended up happening was I just couldn't fit it into my schedule at the time. Eventually, so I made that declaration and it didn't happen. Eventually, I decided, you know what, I'm going to focus 100% on become a blogger. All right. And then I started focusing 100% on become a blogger. And then I started to think back and say, you know what, but interactive biology is growing so quickly. Um, so I need to try to do some more of that. So I made the declaration of interactive biology first, and then I didn't, that didn't come to fruition. Then I made a declaration of 100% become a blogger, and then I started to reevaluate and start to think about going on to uh, make more biology videos. So here's the problem with this. When you continue, and I'm very much aware of this, when you continue doing that over and over and over, and not that I do it that much, but when you continue doing that, you can end up losing trust, losing losing the trust of your audience. Um, that's kind of like a natural consequence. If you continue to say things, but you don't end up doing what you say, that can discredit you, and that can help. That can cause your audience to lose trust. So. As I move forward into 2015, I've decided that I'm not just going to make a bunch of declarations and say, hey, this is what I'm going to do in the future. No. Instead, I am just going to show. I'm just going to do. I'm just going to show and not tell. All right? The telling is going to be in the showing. I'm not going to say, you know what? Starting next week, I'm going to have 16 posts a week or something of that sort, which I don't think I'll ever do. Um, but instead of declaring it up front 
and then circumstances making it so that it doesn't come to fruition because that's, that happens in this life. I'm just going to show. And as a result of that, I'm going to be telling in a different way, in a more powerful way. Okay, so that's number two. Mistake number three. I wasn't always the most consistent person. Now, I decided that the main social network that I'm going to focus on is Facebook. And that's what I've been doing. However, some weeks I would have tons of engagement because I'm in there. I'm asking questions. I'm sharing resources. And we're having great conversations, great discussions. And things are just, I mean, it looks like like Facebook is the, the, the land of opportunity. <laughs> and then other weeks I would disappear. I would disappear off the face of the planet. Um, and that is not consistent. Um, I would make some videos, and I, I, I planned on making videos regularly. I'd make some, and i put them up there, and then you wouldn't see any videos from me again for months. And that's not good. If you're building a blogging business, if you're, if you're trying to build something that's really going to have an impact, uh, impact, you want people to be able to depend on um, depend on your content. Know that your podcast episodes are coming out every Wednesday, which I've been, I've been very consistent with that. Know that your articles are coming out whenever they're coming out or your videos are coming out because then what happens is they grow to anticipate it. All right. There's a thing that I'm doing on Facebook right now. This is my personal profile, but the, the concept is the same, right? So I am sharing, uh, no, on, on Friday nights, I have a Friday night question. And the Friday night questions get really <laughs> engaging. Sometimes it's controversial. A lot of it's mostly dealing with spirituality and relationships and all that stuff. And um, I remember this was like two weeks ago. Um, someone that doesn't even participate in the discussion um, sent me an, a message saying, hey, I just logged into Facebook for the Friday night question and nothing was there. And I was actually getting the Friday night question ready to post it. But he was kind of like, hey, it's normally here by then. By, by this time, is one coming? What's going on? That's how you want it to be. You want people to be looking forward to that consistent value that you are bringing so consistency is gonna be key and so i want to encourage you don't think about you know how much content can i put out there and i want to just put a ton of content out there i want you to be realistic and decide what is it going to take in order for you to accomplish that if you're going to be posting once a week on tuesdays at nine o'clock a.m you want to try to do that as consistently as possible. And you want to set systems in place to help you to make sure that you're doing that. And I'm going to be sharing some of the systems that I'm, I'm working at on because it's pretty exciting. I'm, I'm, I'm just having a lot of fun planning for 2015. All right. So that's number three. Number four. <laughs> and this just goes along with the last sentence that I just said. You know, and I've said this a number of times because it's true. I didn't plan as well as I should. Today, I'm recording this episode. Um, and actually, I just got off the phone with my buddy, Colin, um, and kind of brainstorming, okay, so what can I talk about? Okay, so what do you think about this point and all that kind of stuff? And today is the day before the podcast is due. I just got a message from my assistant on, on, in, in our chat um, saying, hey, is a podcast episode coming today? And this is simply because, simply, wow, this is simply because 
I didn't plan as well as I should. I've spoken a number of times about coming up with a content calendar, and that is so valuable because it takes away the stress or it takes away a significant amount of the stress. It takes away the, hey, you know, what am I going to talk about today or what should I record today? No, if you can plan your stuff out in advance and even start creating your content in advance, you're going to be in a much better position. So right now, I'm actually creating my content calendar for at least the beginning of 2015. We'll see how far I get. Um, but that planning is significant. That planning is something that I'm going to be trying to do even more. Okay, so that's number four. Didn't plan as well as I should. Number five, shame on me for this, shame on me. I suck at tracking my finances. I'm terrible at it. I, 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 you know, it's just the kind of thing where, you know, if you don't think about it, maybe it doesn't exist. <laughs> and that's not the case. And actually, that's not fully it. You know, I've I've made this significant transition from working full time, you know, as a professor to now doing this stuff full time. And in that transition, going from a regular salary to a to a to a, a, a I don't even know what to call it, just irregular money coming in on weird dates from different companies. Um, and it, it was just a lot to, to think about. And what I did and it wasn't a conscious decision, is I just didn't, I just, you know, I just sat down and worked. That's all I did. But I didn't do a good job at tracking my finances. So if you were to ask me, how much money did you make last month? I have no idea. If you were to ask me, how much money am I making this month? I have no idea. Well, not I have no idea, but I can't really tell you. I can tell you kind of generally speaking how much money is coming in and how much money is going out, but I am not as good at that. Um, I haven't been as good at that. And here's the complication. The complication is not as much dealing with, you know, am I going to have enough money to pay the bills? Even though that has been a complication in the past, it's more so of we're coming down to the end of the year and pretty soon I'm going to have to start working on my income taxes and I am going to have to dig back and do so much work just to get that taken care of and I am dreading it. As I go into 2015, I want to do a much better job at that. Um, I use QuickBooks Online, but I want to track that on a regular basis and make sure that my finances are in order so that when 2016 comes along and it's time for me to file my taxes, it, it, it's much easier to do that. Um, well, actually, as I'm filing my quarterly taxes, it's much easier to figure things out. So tracking finances you want to make sure to do that if you're if you're doing this as a business treat it like a business just just treat it like a business that's what you should be doing all right so that's tracking finances number 5 number 6 ah oh, man so actually this one has a a little bit of well no a very sad story behind it um earlier this year uh, i had two virtual assistants the one that's still with me and one that was doing my technical stuff uh, managing wordpress the setting up my membership site and all the all the tech stuff unfortunately she passed away and when she passed away um 
I decided, you know what, I'm not going to hire anyone else. That's, you know, a significant amount of money I can save on a monthly basis. I'm just going to do all the work myself, all of the tech stuff. Um, <laughs> that's, that's not, that was not the best idea. I consider that to be a mistake because all the time that I took figuring out the tech stuff, it's time that I could have taken to create more content, provide even more value while someone else does that work. Um, so, I, you know, I try to cut corners, but that's not a good idea. And I'm working on, um, well, eventually I, I, I got WP Curve, which I love because you can send them an unlimited number of um, jobs dealing with WordPress, an unlimited number per month, and you're paying like either 67 or $69 a month. And I just love that. Becomeablogger.com slash WP Curve is my affiliate link. You can check them out. But it's a great service. That really helped me a lot and i'm also going to be looking now i'm actually looking right now i'm going through some process uh, the process right now of getting more people on my team i'm doing some of the groundwork for that so that i can focus on the stuff that i need to be focusing on and not the the tech stuff not the design you know <laughs> a few times this year i designed something and i remember i'd show it to my wife and she'd be like your, your assistant didn't design that for you, right? You did that yourself. And I'd be like, oh, I guess it doesn't look as good. <laughs> She's like, no. <laughs> so trying to cut corners, not a good idea. Now, depending on your financial situation, it might be necessary for you to try to cut corners and do the work yourself. And that's okay. That's part of the process. But once you reach the point where you can start to do some outsourcing, you can start to get help, then get help. All right? So that's number six. Number seven, and this one has a huge impact on business. I didn't do a good job at working on my sales funnel. So here's how it works, right? A funnel. If you think about a funnel, it's broad on one end and it gets narrower as you go narrower as you go down, right? And that's the, the with the concept of the sales funnel, we think about a, a a larger number of people coming in on one end and a fewer number going out on the other end. So for example, you might have a thousand people sign up to your email newsletter, which is free. Um, and of those thousand people, maybe a hundred of them purchase your $27 product. And maybe um, 10 of those um, individuals purchase your $97 product. Just as an example, that is your sales funnel. I have not done a good job at working on that process. The process of how does someone get from just being a free subscriber to someone that's very engaged, to someone that maybe purchases some of the things that you promote, to someone that um, goes even to the next level and maybe joins the university as an example. All right. I have not done that very well. I've had my free stuff. I had my paid stuff. I have some promotion. But the process of getting people through that funnel in a way that helps them as much as possible has not been optimized. And, and that is something that I need to be working on on a regular basis. And that is the thing that I'm kind of, that is one of the big things that I'm working on as we go, as I finish up 2015. So not working on my funnel, that has been one of the mistakes and one that I need to correct. So that's seven. But I have a bonus one for you. I have a bonus one for you. So here's a bonus one, right? I am someone that gets excited by technology. And because I get excited by technology, 
I try out a whole lot of things. I always want to know what's the new stuff. I always want to see, is there a better way to do what I'm doing right now? And as I find better ways, I just implement them. And as I implement them, I share them. But one thing that I've come to notice is that sometimes I can overwhelm my audience by doing that. I was having a a conversation with one of the guys in the university and he was saying, okay, so I see you use Evernote for such and such. And I was like, no, 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 I don't use Evernote anymore. I use Google Drive. And he's like, oh, Leslie, come on. I can't keep up with you. Um, You know, I switched from Libsyn, for example, to SoundCloud. And, you know, if you go through my training in the university on podcasting, um, it's all about Libsyn, but I don't use Libsyn anymore because I just try things and I just go with something new all the time. And that can overwhelm. Um, that can overwhelm people, um, especially when they're just starting. They're just getting into it. So I need to be more conscious about how I do this. Yes, things move quickly, and I need to move with things. However, I also need to think about it from my audience perspective. And the way I need to do that is by asking myself the question: What are the core things that? they need to know about? What are the core things core things that you need to know about? And that I need to do as great a job as possible to help you with those core things. Yes, I can try out new things and yes, I can um, share some of that with you. But every time I try something new, that doesn't mean that that's something that I have to share because I can see that that can get overwhelming. So I haven't fully figured that out yet because, yes, I am the, the techie kind of guy that wants to try everything out, but I need to have better balance in terms of how much I share and when I share because some of those things you, ju- you just don't need to do or know about and telling you about it can be overwhelming. All right, so what are the seven things with one bonus? So we're going to call it eight. Um, What are the seven things? Just to recap, uh, number one, I tried to make things too fancy. Number two, I made too many declarations up front. This is what's going to happen. This is what I'm going to do. This is how I'm going to do it. And then not ending up doing it. Um, Number three, not being consistent. Number four, didn't plan as well as I should. Number five, tracking finances. Number six, tried to cut corners by doing all the work myself, not all, but doing a lot of the work myself. Number seven, didn't work on my funnel as much as I should. And the bonus one, overwhelming my audience with how many things I try and how much I share. So now that I've gone through all of that, what does that do for you? Well, maybe you might see yourself making some of these mistakes. And maybe you might think to yourself, okay, you know what? Maybe I'll try to do this a little differently. Maybe if you're not tracking your finances, you're going to make a conscious decision and say, you know what? I'm going to do a better job on a monthly basis. I'm going to um, um, look at my finances, evaluate things where, where things are, check my budget and all that kind of stuff. Maybe you're not working on your sales funnel. You have maybe multiple products, but you're not, you don't have a, a easy and clear way for people to get get through that funnel and make the decisions that they need to make. Maybe you are also making things too fancy at the expense of of simplification. If you you notice yourself doing any of these things, start to think, how can I do it different? How can I do it better so that I can provide even more value to my audience? That's 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 it. I, I, I stalled there because I, I, I clicked the music and it didn't work. 
<laughs> Anyhow, yeah, that, there you have it. Those are uh, mistakes that you should avoid in 2015. They're mistakes that I'm going to try my best to avoid. Yeah, I'm a work in progress. I'm not perfect, but this is who I am. <laughs> and I want to continue to learn, and I want to continue to share that with you. And I hope you got a ton of value from that. Um, as usual, if you're enjoying this podcast, I would absolutely love it if you would stop right now. Just press pause and hop on over to iTunes, leave an, uh, 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 a rating and a review. Go to becomeablogger.com slash iTunes. And that really does help um, this podcast to get even more exposure in the podcast directory so that it can help me on my goal of changing the world one blog at a time. And as usual, if you're trying to start get a blog started so that you can create content inspire others and change the world check out my free blogging course at freebloggingvideos.com where you get to follow me as i show you how i built my blogs into successful online businesses how many others have done the same and most of all how you can do the same freebloggingvideos.com it's free actionable and awesome that's pretty much it for this episode let's see from becomeablogger.com changing the world one blog at a time and until next time take care and god bless Three, five, two, four, one, four.